Well, hello, everybody, and thank you for tuning in to The Ernest Man Show. Wherever you may be in this world. Just a quick message on how you can win a fabulous prize. After listening to an episode, simply go to my website, theearnestmanshow.com, and go to the Discuss comment section below the episode. Leave a comment. That's it. It's that simple. Within a week, if a winner is chosen, you possibly could be a winner of a fabulous prize. Okay, well, it's it's not a car or a boat, but then again, you don't have to pay any taxes on it. So, what are you waiting for? You've got a good chance, and you can say anything you like. So, that's my message. Now, let's go to the show. Episode 56, Funny Friday. Although intended to be humorous, part of this is no laughing matter. Today is Funny Friday. And before we get to the funny... I just wanted to first of all say thank you. I have hit a personal goal of listenership and I am very happy. I am not yet in the millions, but I am growing. Particularly in Europe, not just in America where I am based, but in Europe and throughout Europe. And again, I wanted to thank all of you. It means a great deal to me. Now on with the show. Before I go into the funny, I want to tell you a little bit of latest news. Just the other day, I uh, I put out a uh, my own personal little words of respect for the uh, massacre and killing that occurred in a small town outside of in San Antonio, Texas, and uh, I was hoping. Though I knew I would be right, but I was very much hoping that I would be wrong. But, unfortunately, I was right. We have had yet another shooting. <clears throat> and it is um, not as many uh, people were murdered. Only uh, four, comparatively. Um, not certainly not as as bad as the latest killing, but a killing nonetheless. And uh, it was by a 45-year-old man who was obviously uh, mentally unstable. And again, he used an assault rifle 
to uh, do his killing. And, uh, you know, I have to, uh, I just had to mention this because I did say that it's going to happen again. And again and again, nothing's going to change. But that was in a previous broadcast. And now, while they have the locals or the natives all up in arms, um, they're, they're actually screaming at the president, demanding accountability. And so <clears throat> our Chiefy Weefy does what any Chiefy Weefy does when he doesn't have the time or interest or he's busy, you you send your second in command, um, the one of uh, of uh, the uh, less uh, stable vice presidents that we've ever had, um, that uh, who only rarely or occasionally, between her <clears throat> many cackling sessions is able to form a coherent idea followed by a coherent sentence. But she was there in all of her Camellia Harris glory to pound her fist on the proverbial table. It stops here. Enough is enough. Enough killing. I'm warning you. I'm warning you. <laughs> Oh, forgive me, that that pales in comparison to what she sounds like. But hey, I couldn't resist. Um, yes, yeah, so the wine mom uh, goes on to pound her proverbial fist, drawing a line in the sand. This is all nonsense, of course, and it it has no meaning. It only it only placates. The hungry Americans. Yeah, we're 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 gonna do. We're really gonna do something this time. They're not gonna. They're not gonna do anything. They're not gonna do anything. It's not their job to do things. Their job is to tell you they're going to do things, but not to actually, really, substantively do anything. So anyway, <clears throat> she was. Um, you know, they're rallying the troops and nudging and shaking her cackling hand to the crowd. It's nice PR work, but it doesn't mean shit. So, I was watching a bit of this spectacle. And I, uh, I can't help but notice, and I'm by no means, I'm not, I don't mean to be playing my own fiddle here, but for some reason... I've mentioned this before, but I have a very large following in Europe, um, particularly in France. And as I said, I'm, I'm very appreciative to France and my French listeners out there. I have no idea why you are listening, <laughs> because... I don't claim to be the most sophisticated guy on, on the air, but uh, hey, 
but thank you. But what, what I'm trying to say in my long-winded way is that, and, and this, is, this is not just for Europe, this is for anyone who finds, finds this broadcast, finds my voice. If, if you're still one of those people who just can't wait to come to America, I'm trying to tell you as best as I can, just listen to some of the things that I'm going to tell you. And I am, I am not just one uh, disgruntled person or angry person. As a matter of fact, I always try to pride myself on my objectivity. I am a realist. Um, but there is this, um, there is this notion still amongst many people in other parts of the world that, that we are just everything wonderful and grand and great. And I understand that even to this very day, that this is the endless propaganda and the endless narrative that, uh, you know, you are subjected to. But I'm trying to tell you, it is not true. In addition to that, I'm not just saying that, <clears throat> well, it's, it's great, but it's not that great you know, because nothing is perfect. It, it, I'm, not, I'm not coming from this that way at all. I'm saying it's internally, it's, it's, it's becoming very, the, the society is becoming rapidly so polarized. We are becoming a, uh, I mean, essentially not becoming, we're there. We're a have and have nots society. So yeah, I mean, if you're wealthy, if you're lucky enough to be wealthy, and if you come to America, and you know, for instance, um, part of the in the entire the the biggest uh, motel hotel chain um, family in America, and I'm sure abroad as well, that most people know from India are the Patels. And the Patels own everything, as more or less. And so I'm saying, yeah, it's like any oligarchy. It's, gr it's wonderful and great for a few. The only thing you cannot do here is be poor. Or now... You're one of the very few remaining of the so-called middle class um, because the squeeze has been on for decades and they're fallen by the wayside. One by one, they keep going broke. They keep going broke. And all of the, all of the mechanisms, all of the job securities and, and good-paying working-class jobs, they're... they're essentially gone. But in addition to that, it is that America is very, very, it's, it's almost at the point 
where the mask is coming off of the uh, what I call the the pretense of democracy and just the ugliness of uh, un, un, unbiased, un, unabashed uh, oligarchy. Because, you know, there are the, the social <laughs> the social justice system, the justice system uh, is rapidly becoming a joke. But on top of all that, there is just so much social unrest um, because there are only so many holes and there are so many rabbits. And all the rabbits, you know, if, if there's a, a fox or if there's something changing, chasing them. And when I say the, the fox and the, the, this, I'm using this, of course, as a metaphor. The fox being life, meaning being able to procure the necessary means of existence in life, even just the basic, you know, means of food, shelter, transportation, you know, the basics. That is, is rapidly going away. And so as the rabbits scramble for this hole and the fox is right on their tail and now all the holes are filled up, so the rabbits continue to run desperately, tr desperately trying to get into a hole, and the hole's already occupied. And people are going crazy. I mean, there's a whole lot behind this. It's not just that. There's a whole lot for all of this social disintegration that's taking place, but that's certainly a big part of it. There are too many rabbits and not enough holes. One, to give you an example, uh, one very simple secure sign of this example is that <clears throat> many uh, young people, just, just to make ends meet, to keep an apartment, to keep a car payment to just stay afloat to pay their utilities to just all the things that you need just to stay afloat I'm not talking about having extra money to go out and have fun or in addition to that perhaps sock away money and savings uh-uh I'm not even not even talking that I'm talking about just being able to pay the bills Many of them have to work two, sometimes even three jobs just to make it, just to survive. Then, of course, when you have a large pool of the population, and guess what? They're having to do the same thing. There is a lot of pressure a lot of stress all the way around. And people can only handle prolonged stress for so long. And then something gives. And in the case of this 45-year-old man that was, uh, that went into a, um, 
a health office um, in Wichita, Kansas, and murdered four people, eventually killing himself. That is a symptom. This is what I'm talking about. So, before you swallow all the the uh, bullshit that you hear about America so fine and so wonderful, or if you think like you're going to be like one of those thousands and thousands of immigrants at the turn of the century who got off the boat, literally, at Ellis Island where the Statue of Liberty is, and that you're going to make it. Uh, we can't make it here. We're the natives. We're the people here, and the youngins, and they're not making it. That's because there's too much concentrated wealth because a handful of people have stolen everything. And as far as these kinds of these murders that are happening, it's only going to get worse. It's only going to get worse. That is the sad reality. So, just think about that for a moment. I, um, I occasionally pause and have a drink of tea or something such. Anyway, I, uh, I did promise you some humor. Now, my humor varies. Some say I, I might even have a rather dry sense of humor. I don't think so, but hey, who cares? Fuck them. I uh, fortunately did uh, with everything that I'm talking about as far as the shootings and, you know, being these things taking place in public places, <clears throat> I have a solution. Um, yes, even if Joe Biden and the news and Everyone else out there, and even his VP, Mrs. Dumber Than a Bag of Rocks, Camelia Harris herself, did not propose this. I am going to propose it. And I can pretty much attest that it will work as far as security and I think it should work 100%. So you ready for this? Here it goes. All we have to have is before entering um, any of the places that you need to go, public or otherwise, but we have a, uh, a check-in security, little security center, Okay. Now, it would work something like this. this. This may not be exactly the way it would work out, but, but pretty close. So try to, 
try to picture this in your mind, okay? All right. So at the front, at the very opening doors here, you're confronted by not one, but two um, military um, soldiers, okay? So picture, they're, they're, they're fully decked out, military, they got their, their guns, they're in, you know, they have helmets on, full recon gear, uh, assault rifles, full camouflage, and they're actual military. They're not pretend military, they're not a rent-a-cop, they're the real deal. Okay, so <clears> the <throat> first thing is, when you pass that, those individuals, they will take a DNA sample. Okay, follow along with me. They're going to take a snippet of hair. If you have no hair, they're going to do a swab. It's mandatory. You have to do it. Boom. So they've got this going. They've, they've got that going. It's the first process going. Okay. And it, come on, it doesn't, uh, it doesn't take too long to do that. Then you will pass through a um, metal detector. Okay, now, of course, they are at the front door are going to ask about if you have any weapons or you carry or you concealed and, and whatnot. But it's just like checking into, say, a um, before you go into a, uh, say, a police station or something. They have a check-in area and you have to walk through a metal detector and it has like a little conveyor belt and and little x-ray thing and you put everything out of your pockets and you you know you before you enter a courthouse you you have to you have to do this and um so it's a similar process and they do that and but the thing is because we want to be secure you do the same process not once not twice Three times. Okay? Are you following me on this? Are you picturing this in your mind? Okay. Now, for additional security purposes, after you've completed the three run-throughs with the weapons checking and all of that, <clears throat> then there will be a body cavity search. Okay, have you got that? Good, good. By then, by this time, you have went through the initial inspection. They've taken the DNA sample. You have went through three, a total of three uh, securities, emptied your pockets. They've gone over you with the wand to check you for weapons and whatnot, and you've went through that procedure three times, and you've had a body cavity search, okay? After you're completed all that, by that time, they have gotten the results from the DNA sample, which was originally taken at the start. Therefore, they can document that you are, in fact, you. Then, and only then, are you clear to go into the supermarket and buy a loaf of bread. 
now. I don't know if you found that funny. It was supposed to be funny. I know, though, I have confidence that somewhere in the world, people are just falling. You're falling out of your chair, rolling on the floor, kicking your feet right now. Please, if you've got a nice, you know, Chardonnay or what have you, don't spill that because that shit's expensive. But anyway, you're kicking up your heels and, and you're, yeah, because you get it. In other words, that's the ridiculousness that we're, we've come to. Imagine that to get a loaf of bread or to do your shopping or to go to a dental appointment. Yet, are you ready for this? This is only a half joke, and I am not kidding. This is exactly what certain members of Congress and certain members in the political sphere of influence and broadcasters in the mainstream area and arena of American misinformation, this, besides the utterly idiotic position of now having teachers to carry firearms, that's what is being proposed. And you want to hear something even more stupid? Ready for another chuckle? Listen to this. I wouldn't be the least bit surprised if it wasn't actually implemented. People here are so shamefully, sadly, depressingly gullible and so utterly conformist. All you have to do, it's like uh, the Pied Piper who's blowing his magic flute and here, here come following all the rats out of the city, if you remember that old story. All you have to do is, is the word security. It's like they're goddamn Pavlov's dogs. As soon as you say that to an American they stop and they stiffen. And they'll just do anything for security. Oh, God, yes, please. We'll do anything, our corporate overlords. Please, just give us security. And... When you have people in a society like this so utterly bereft of any objective position to look at something, first of all, possibly even laughing and saying, you want to do what? Now, that's where we are here. So to come back full circle, and this is 
this is not just for my listeners here in this country, here in America, but around the world. You really want to become this way? You really want to come to America? Is this what you envision for your life or perhaps your children's lives? Because I'm telling you, that's what it's like. And in addition, it's only getting worse. So, of course, I have no idea of who you are and who is listening, but I don't want these words to be confused, be misunderstood. I mean exactly as I'm telling you. America, or rather, what America has become is not all of the things that they tell you and not all the things that you imagined. As a matter of fact, unless you are in certain areas of the world that are extremely, extremely oppressed and impoverished, you might think, oh, this, this, this fat, lazy, privileged American, he has no idea. And maybe I don't. That's entirely possible. Maybe I'm wrong and, may, and maybe I don't. <clears throat> I'm, but what I'm trying to tell you is that a cage, though gilded, is still a cage. And one thing that all people need for their own peace, for their own sanity, is they need freedom. They need true freedom. And that's something here that is very, very quickly being whittled away. Again, not so much if you're rich. If you're rich and you're well-connected, it's pretty much a, um, a situation just like there is in Saudi Arabia with the royal family there. I mean, if you want to talk about oppression, now, they've got it there in spades. That's why Biden, for instance, is um, going to make a trip to our Saudi quote-unquote friends because his ass is in hot water because of the fuel prices uh, being so high. And, of course, Americans being Americans, there's not much in the world they care about but the basics. And they say, well, you know, it's it's the price of gas and they're understandably pissed off about that and you know it, but here he goes he goes over there to give them a personal warning that um, 
if you don't start um, pumping more oil, sending us more oil at a reasonable price, there's going to be hell to pay. And you know what? In their case, America's case, oddly, strangely, it's not that we don't have to do anything. In order for Saudi Arabia to be in one hell of an amount of hot water, that's the whole point. We don't have to do anything. Matter of fact, that's exactly what I mean. We stopped supplying them with arms and aircraft and training. <clears throat> we just simply stop. And guess what? There's a whole lot of people in that region. Let's see, who have they pissed off? Well, majorly. Let me th uh, let me think. Let me think. Let me th Egypt. Hey, there you go. Yeah, without US support, they're as Saudi Arabia. Yeah, the yeah. They would be under the uh, the boot heels of uh, Egypt in very short order. Matter of fact, they're hated um, pretty much with throughout the Middle East. So that kind of puts the Saudi royal family in uh, a bit of a predicament because, let's just say without our help, um, they're, they're in quite a bit of trouble. So, yeah... When the big boss comes to town flying in on those golden wings of Air Force One, yeah, he's making, it's like the sheriff showing up or whatnot to make his presence known. Uh, we want the goddamn oil and we want it now. That's what the real visit is. That's what it really means. So anyway, um, I hope you found... Uh, something amusing and informative as always thank you for listening and uh, everything I said about the situation with the guns and the crazy and the violence well it's the truth
I hope you had a good day today. I hope we all have a good day tomorrow. Take care.